folks. Welcome to another episode of Health Shift. This is my podcast that helps to bridge the gap between conventional modalities and ancient healing for complete mind, body, and spirit well-being. I'm here to help support you in making a shift. And please note that these discussions are not medical advice, nor should they be used in place of medical assessments and treatments. So let's get started for today. Um, today, I'd like to welcome Marie Ruggles. Marie, MS, RD, CN, CDE, is a clinical nutritionist and is known as the kitchen pharmacist. She started her career in research at Columbia University, where she earned a degree in nutrition and public health. She drills down the science into simple, actionable steps to help people who are busy stay healthy and age gracefully. Marie scours the market for the best food, supplement, and kitchen products that simplify healthy living. Boy, that sounds familiar for me too. Her book, (laughs) Optimize Your Immune System, Create Health and Resilience with a Kitchen Pharmacy, is a multiple award-winning, including the reader's favorite, and a number one new release in medical nutrition and parenting nutrition. It reveals the secret sauce for viral protection presented in a three-step nutrition prescription that delivers real-time results. Marie also loves helping boomers to stay active, age gracefully, and to avoid the unnecessary suffering and aches. In her private practice, she specializes in arthritis, creating personalized nutrition prescriptions for the relief of joint and knee discomfort. Boy, we are in for a treat today. So welcome, Marie. It is so wonderful to have a nutrition colleague with me here today and both of us in private practice. Uh, and also we share two other things, cooking, food first mentality, yes. and also having worked in diabetes. So tell us your story, how you got to where you are today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Julie. And I'm very excited to share my journey with you and your listeners. Well, it's been an interesting road. And like so many people in uh, functional Uh, medicine. I've had my own healing crisis, healing journey, which left me very dismayed and encouraged me to dig really deep. And, um, you know, very grateful uh, that I was able to achieve a great healing. So um, I had about uh, 20, uh, almost 22 years ago, a virus. And didn't have a fancy name that, you know, not anything that's going to go down in history, but it left me with um, quite a a number of symptoms that we now call post-viral syndrome. I had uh, cognitive symptoms and uh, physical symptoms, um, muscle aches and weakness and uh, mood changes, although that may have come from being so debilitated. And uh, if you could think about the last time you were sick and you just needed that one more day to stay in your pajamas and fully recuperate, I was actually in that day for 10 years. Hmm. And that's while I was working and raising uh, small children. And that is what got me to dive into the research and look into immunology. And I found out that uh, food as medicine is critical, but there's also so much more you can do to support the body because our bodies are, you know, divinely designed to heal, but it needs the right inputs. 
So I had started teaching uh, winter wellness workshops uh, because once I discovered this, I wanted to get the message out. And uh, that, in about 2019, I said, wow, people really need to have this information. Everyone needs this information. And then that's when I wrote Optimize Your Immune System, which is really um, the crux of what I do, which is drilling down the research into simple action steps. So uh, that's pretty much uh, you know, the short of where my journey started and what it led to. But it's something that right now I'm super passionate about because I teach that people should avoid all viruses at every cost because any virus can leave you with post-viral syndrome. And there are millions of people walking around with this. They often wind up in our nutrition practices saying, I have tried everything. I'm exhausted. I'm aging rapidly. Um, some, and there's just a number of other symptoms that can come up. It's actually being called the long hauler syndrome now is related to COVID, mm -hmm. but it's not new. Post-viral syndrome um, goes back many, many years. And uh, we, we just need to you know, tap into a variety of modalities and um, really be very strategic to avoid viral infections, even the common cold because these uh, viral infections can escalate once they're in the body, particularly if you're under stress. And I think a lot of people are right now overwhelmed, overworked, depressed, and that creates a perfect storm for a virus becoming very aggressive once it enters the body. So uh, you know, getting sick two or three times a year is just not normal, mm -hmm. it just isn't. And you know, I've had people come to me who, they don't even think that's an issue. And that's lost days of work, uh, of play. It, it's, you know, things fall by the wayside and then they're more overwhelmed. There's just no reason, most viruses can be neutralized before they make you sick. Wow, Marie, that is so interesting because um, my health healing crisis also led me into functional medicine and genetics and things like that. You know, I was diagnosed with a rare leukemia in 2012, Lyme in 2013, and then a staph infection, which sent me into the hospital for surgery in 2014 wow. and had such high viral loads and continue with, you know, somewhat elevated ones, but I've, you know, I've done my work with the artemisinin and, you know, the zinc and so quercetin and so many other things and really avoiding sugar. So I'm going to be so excited to hear a little bit about your secret sauce as we go along, okay. but what a similar, what a similar story. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Viruses uh, really pack a punch. And I do have to say, uh, you know, following the trend, the viral trend, more aggressive viruses will enter our community. Mm -hmm. uh, when we're done with COVID, there'll be another one brewing somewhere, 
possibly in an animal that will uh, you know, jump over to the human population. What a lot of people don't realize is where this begins is with meat eating, some of it. Because we love meat and have put so much of our land towards raising cattle, we now live in closer proximity to cattle. Mm -hmm. Are more likely to have their viruses jump over to humans. And as far back as 2003, the American Public Health Association made a big issue of this and they called for a moratorium on these, uh, they're called CAFOs, the, um, the, these farms that just crowd mm. uh, cattle in. It's very inhumane, it's very yes. filthy. It's not unusual for them to live in, you know, four inches of their own feces. Mm. That's why they need multiple antibiotics. With every bite, we develop antibiotic resistance. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not a vegetarian. Um, I sway back and forth between that lifestyle, but I do encourage a very strong plant forward way of eating. Mm -hmm. um, it is, uh, you know, that is the start of food as medicine. So, yeah, so the viral picture um, is something to keep an eye on. And we absolutely need to pay attention to our immune systems because um, they will continue to, to circulate these aggressive viruses. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to uh, Jeff Bland, who I love. You know, I've been following Jeff uh, for, well, well over 20, 25, 30 years, I think now. Wow. Uh, but he said, you know, this, this was in the making as metabolic syndrome and prediabetes, you know, has been increasing in our population as well. So, um, and it's interesting, both you and I have worked in the diabetes arena as well, but it certainly does show that people that are, you know, at risk for metabolic syndrome and diabetes are certainly at our higher risk for all of these, you know, inflammatory disorders for sure. Right, and you know, sugar, um, too much sugar in the bloodstream is in and of itself inflammatory. So if you get sick, you're entering the process and you're already hyperinflamed. And then of course, with some of these respiratory viruses, that's the difference between staying home and taking care of yourself and winding up in the hospital on a ventilator. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, the immune system needs to stop the inflammation. Uh, you know, initially it's good, it helps fight infection, but at some point it needs to stop. And if you're already dysregulated because your blood sugars are too high, chronically high, You've been told you have prediabetes, but nobody's really making a big deal of it. I would think twice. I, I, I don't know about, I'd be curious what you, what you aim for with your A1Cs. I, I go, what most people think is quite low. I, I look four or five and below mm -hmm. um, because you want to keep that sugar out of the bloodstream. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I I'd say 5.1 or, or below is, is a, you know, is a target. Um, but yeah, there's way too many people that are well above that, unfortunately. And yet the doctors go, Oh, you're fine. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. a challenge to sign, you know, sometimes 
be going against the tide, you know, in terms of what the conventional numbers look like, but what's actually ideal versus what's um, normal. And I, I oftentimes am educating people about the bell curve. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so interesting, Julie. This is really the, the main message that needs to get out is that your wellness begins when your feet hit the floor in the morning. You know, are you going to get out? Are you going to, you know, and have a vegetable before 12? I, I actually am a big proponent of a vegetable with every breakfast, mm -hmm. uh, especially vitamin C vegetables, like um, the mini peppers that come in mm -hmm. all colors and strawberries or a little kiwi. Um, what about your mood? Uh, I, I just so encourage people to embrace responsibility for their wellness because I'm not saying never use the medical system, but our medical system is infected. It's broken. Mm -hmm. and, it is. Um, you're in big trouble if you're depending on them for your health. And I, I experienced that because I was that person when I got sick 22 years ago and I went to them for answers and they were dumbfounded. They, they were like, well, and then they start to blame it on you. Oh, mm -hmm. you must be depressed. And now people have very real symptoms and it's depressing when you can't get help from people you depend on. So wellness really starts at home and I encourage people to develop a home inventory of natural wellness solutions. And I know you have a number of items on your website and that is just the way to go is, you know, everyday wellness challenges can be taken care of mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. I literally have a kitchen pharmacy in between my dinner plates and my soup plates. And it, it's just a few critical items that are always on hand. And, you know, now my children are out of the house, but my husband knows exactly where to go to. Uh, you know, he works in an office where people often come in sick. Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, you know, I feel like something's coming on. He just goes right to that cabinet and he knows what to take. And he knows that, you know, the secrets, one of the pieces of the secret sauce is in, is in timing. Mm -hmm. uh, really, as soon as you've been exposed, you should start bringing on reinforcements. So that's um, how my system works. Uh, I have three phases of immunity. Mm -hmm. One is the everyday strengthening and care. And that's your whole foods, chemical-free lifestyle, managing um, emotional distress, getting enough sleep, exercise outdoors. So that's the daily stuff. And then phase two is exposure. If there's anything circulating in the community and you're with a group, you have been exposed. You could just assume you have been potentially exposed. And there could be people there who are symptom-free, but they're shedding viruses. Mm -hmm. and that's because we don't feel sick until the viruses get to mass replication. So let's say you use the same spoon for baked ziti, and then you itch your nose. You've given the virus entry into your body. Mm -hmm. Most viruses set up in the nose and the throat. And so upon exposure, I recommend starting with some reinforcements like vitamin C, 200 milligrams, uh, or really like 500 milligrams three or four times a day, like with each meal and then at bedtime, mm -hmm. elderberry. 
And then the third phase is, you know, something's coming on. We all know that feeling. It's a little different from each of us, but we know the signs that say, uh-oh, something's coming on. But there's no need to just sit and wait and wonder how bad it's going to be. That's when you just up the game on your reinforcements and uh, vitamin C, you know, 200 milligrams every two hours. Mm-hmm. I like uh, for everyone to have a comprehensive immune supplement on hand. Um, a particular, is it okay if I mentioned brands? Oh, uh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, Source Naturals has a product called Wellness Formula. Mm-hmm. That's um, very comprehensive. And um, you could also, uh, you know, uh, sometimes uh, superfoods come in handy. Uh, we have some very powerful foods like nutritional yeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually has uh, thousands of studies on its um, antiviral compounds. Um, mushrooms are very antiviral. Mm-hmm. Green tea is, uh, you know, an antipathogenic drink. There's actually studies of nursing home residents and workers and school children either drinking or gargling with the extract of green tea. And it shows, uh, you know, significant reduction in the incidence of pneumonia. So I have about 40 superfoods that I love and um, I list out, but those are on the top of my list along with elderberry. Mm-hmm. Now, elderberry, I was introduced to it as a syrup or a jam, mm-hmm. which is why I include it in my food category. But now it's available as gummies and capsules, syrups. I happen to love Nature Way makes a gummy that has zinc and C in it. So it's an elderberry gummy, mm-hmm. but it has these other immune supportive nutrients in it. And people remember to take it because it tastes kind of like candy. Sure. Really delicious. So people actually look forward to taking it. And your zinc actually has been shown to stop viral replication. It even stops viruses from entering our cells. Mm -hmm. That's something that you would want to have on board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that is wonderful, and again, it, it is interesting having them in food sources or even something like a low sugar gummy or whatnot, because so many people, you know, in our arena when we're dealing with functional medicine, you know, they can't they can't tolerate too many pills, capsules, supplements, whatever. So I'm always looking at formulas that are actually going to make them, you know, amenable to actually taking these things. So that, those yes. are great ideas. And a lot of uh, teachers and nurses that I have worked with uh, actually use one of my favorite elderberry products made by Gaia Herbs. It's called Immune Shine. Yes. It's a powder. And they take it and they put it into like two teaspoons into a tall stainless steel container and they sip it all day. And it's basically elderberry mushrooms and astragalus and ginger. Ooh real powerhouse and you just you feel so protected as you're sipping that throughout the day and that's also a great drink if you've been exposed um, or if you're going into work and you know co-workers are coming in sick right everyone has limited vacation days so uh, people often come you know I understand uh, they don't want to use their 
you know, vacation days up. So that is a, a great one, immune shine. Immune shine. Yeah. And I, I love Gaia herbs because, you know, one of the important things when we talk about supplements is to make sure that they're third party tested, you know, and so Gaia has really gone through the rigors. Herb Pharma is another one that's very good, but um, that sounds like a wonderful formula. I'll have to make sure that people are aware of that. Very good. Yeah. So tell me about your use of genetics and, and functional lab testing in your practice. Well, now um, where I specialize primarily in arthritis and diabetes, uh, the genetics are truly critical for working the food as medicine concept because we now know that there are pathways and your food can be like a switch to either turn on or turn off that pathway uh, in a way that will influence your health. And so the genetic testing has just become so much more affordable and refined and uh, for example, someone comes in with arthritis, you can see if there are some genes related to inflammation, bone, mm -hmm. cartilage, and you can see exactly what needs to be done in terms of a food and or a supplement. And it's just so targeted and so much more scientific. And so it just adds another layer of precision and uh, it really, um, I, I just love using genetics. I'm learning more about it every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, if you can do it, it's a great tool to have along with the lab work. Yeah, it really is. Um, I've been using genetic testing, oh gosh, I would say for a good 10 years or so. So I've, I've tested out about five or six different companies and one of the challenges that I found early on was that it was a pill for every snip. So, you know, you could be up to like 50 pills a day and who's going to sort of be doing that. Um, but I really love, you know, one of our colleagues, Yale Jaffe, who started 3X4. I think you and I have talked a little bit about that. But I love her approach because she uses food as medicine as the first tier and then looks at supplements, you know, that might be beneficial. So it really is trying to get people about what are you putting on your plate and how can that influence your genetic, you know, predisposition to a challenge or not a challenge. And the other thing that I really like is that she really prioritizes, like what are the most significant body systems that you need to work on first? Is it cardiovascular or is it brain health or is it bone health? Um, so I'm really excited about using her particular genetic testing with my clients and, and really like it. Yes, I'm actually going to do that test on myself next week because I've, mm -hmm. I've already decided I'm going to switch over to them. Yeah. Um, the, exactly what you just explained is why I, I think this is probably, um, I, probably the best test out there right now. I think so. I think so. Um, you know, the other thing is that uh, because functional testing is not covered by insurance, and it's so interesting, I've been doing functional testing for probably over 20 years. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of an oldie, oldie when it comes to this. But I remember the days when Genova Labs was Great Smokies, and it used to be covered by insurance by just a copay. Now, as we know, almost all of these tests are at least a couple of hundred dollars. But by doing the genetic testing, you can either circumvent and bypass doing the genetic test, or 
you have a more targeted way of saying, okay, these are particular genetic challenges that are showing up for you. This might be the best targeted functional test to do rather than three, four, five different, you know, functional tests. So I really try to keep my costs down for my patients as much as possible. Yes, that is a good point. And I do think it's probably one of the best wellness dollars you can spend uh, along with buying, you know, the best food that you can afford. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting also about this food as medicine. I've been um, I've been a follower of Mark Hyman for for many years, but I listened to a wonderful um, webinar last week with David Katz. And he's really kind of come on board on this whole idea as well in terms of, you know, food as medicine and again, how we treat our environment and the fact that, you know, we need to take care of our animals that we are potentially using for for food but also just, you know, rotating the soils and making sure that things are taken care of and that we are really honoring our environment. So I think we're kind of getting to that place where people are waking up a little bit, which is nice to see, um, but still going to take some time. Yes. And yet what's interesting is we've had that information for so long. I, I, that's what I was taught when I was in college by Joan Gussell, who was one of the original people who was saying, we need to pay attention to the soil. That's where it starts. And boy, has it been slow, but um, I'm glad to hear, you know, seeing signs that uh, people are catching on. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Well, man, this has been uh, a wonderful opportunity to talk with you and, and really kind of get a sense of what you think about food and its healing capacity. So what are three tips that you can offer people in this confusing healthcare world? Well, one would be um, be prepared. Uh, start stocking your kitchen pharmacy now because if you're exposed or starting to feel under the weather, there's no time to research what you need. There's no time to shop because timing is everything. Mm. And saturation, keeping the nutrients in your body all day long when you're trying to fight off an infection. Um, the other thing is uh, there are six critical nutrients that immune cells absolutely need to function. And uh, one is uh, vitamin D, C, A, selenium, magnesium, and zinc. And on my website, I have a free guide on vitamin D and it actually shows you how to calculate. Actually, there's a link where you can just put in your lab value for vitamin D and it calculates the dose you need in mm -hmm. order to get to the ideal level. And uh, you, know, you could use food for most of this. Sometimes uh, it's necessary to go to supplements, for example, with zinc and vitamin C. And in my book, I outline um, either the food sources or the dosing and supplement brands that I recommend. Uh, even myself and most nutritionists um, really need to supplement with zinc in order to get enough and vitamin C and D if you, you know, don't live in a sunny climate. But I, I encourage people, you know, everything is on the foundation of a whole foods clean diet that will close most of your nutrient gaps. Having a green leafy vegetable every day, either sauteed baby kale or a dark green leafy salad is on the top of my list. Mm -hmm. Getting out in the sun, 
even if it's for five minutes, we need to be outdoors. And if that's not feasible, just sitting by a window when you're reading or watching TV. Those are, are some of my top wellness tips. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. And I also know that you've got, um, I'd love for people to know how to get in touch with you and also about being able to purchase your books. So give us some of your information about that. Okay, so my book is on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and uh, it's also on my website, uh, Marie Ruggles, that's R-U-G-G-L-E-S, as in Sam.com. And uh, when you go there, that free vitamin D guide will pop up as well. And then um, I have uh, uh, on social media, I can be found at everyday, that's one word, everyday wellness tools. Wonderful. Great. Thank you so much. This was really wonderful. And if you like this podcast, please rate, review, and share with your friends, family, and coworkers. I'm on a mission to change the current paradigm of healthcare and mental health care. And you can find me at juliefreeman.net, on Instagram at juliefreemanmindfulwellness, and on YouTube at juliefreemanfunctionalmedicine La Jolla. Thank you so much, Marie, and it was wonderful to have you here today. Thank you. It was my pleasure to be here.